0: I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and Opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. The Dresden Files, First Wave, and Witchblade. All three shows had fans that sent in physical objects to try and save the shows that they loved, but did it work. Did those physical objects change anyone's mind with the power to put more resources behind marketing the show or, in the case of those particular shows, if they were cancelled, to actually renew the show basically from the grave, for the lack of a better term? Those questions and more on this episode of On The Bubble Podcast. My name is Josh Liston, at Joshua C. Liston on Twitter and Instagram regular listeners will probably know that I've kind of lamented the move from offline physical item-based campaigns to more online petitions and online marketing campaigns to save shows. I'm thinking now, maybe I was wrong. Not entirely wrong, but partly wrong. And the idea of a physical campaign is only one part of a fan campaign. And the online part becomes more and more important as we move forward. So we'll get into that soon. We're not actually going to be talking all that much about the Dresden Files, Witchblade and First Wave, but we will be using those shows initially as examples. So welcome back. I know it's been a while. Thank you for your time today. And I hope you enjoy this comeback episode, a renewal episode of On The Bubble Podcast. Fans of TNT's Witchblade sent in Pez candy dispensers to network offices, inspired by the show's lead character, her name being Sarah Pizzini. Fans of sci-fi's The Dresden Files sent in drumsticks to the network, which is pretty cool and kind of awkward. Being a former musician and someone who worked in a music store, drumsticks are a little bit are a little bit difficult to package up and send, so I'm not sure how they were doing that. There would have been some pretty odd shaped packages turning up to the network. The drumstick idea was inspired by a lead character Harry Dresden's propensity to use drumsticks to cast magical spells, which is a good tie to the show. Fans of sci fi's first wave sent in salt packets to the network. Sci fi seemed to get their fair share of physical objects, which I have no problem with, actually, and I'm sure there's people out there listening that will know what I mean by that. Take up their whole office. None of us care. Salt representing a weakness to the alien characters in the show. So all that sounds cool and those shows are by no means the Game of Thrones or their generation or The Walking Dead or anything like that but they were popular enough shows that the fans felt energised enough to try and save the show and send in those items. But did it actually do anything? Did it move the needle? So as we're only using... Which played first wave in the Dresden Files as example shows today? I'll cut to the chase. In the case of those particular shows, no, it really didn't make any difference. But does that mean that the idea was faulty, that it doesn't have any merit to send in a physical item? That we'll talk about a little bit more as today's episode progresses. So I spent some time thinking during my break from the show about what else I could bring to On The Bubble podcast, short of having lots more interviews. Interviews are something I'm not sure I could commit to. And just through the run of the show, those episodes that are very interview-based haven't been maybe as well received purely from a numbers point of view as the episodes where we're talking specifically about TV and there's production and sound clips and all that kind of stuff. So although I actually personally love interviewing people, that probably wasn't going to be what would rejuvenate my energy to keep producing the show. So thanks to fellow Gun and Geek Network member, Stargate Pioneer, for putting this idea in my head. He's been prompting me and prodding at me for quite a while to delve into my own thoughts and theories, and maybe more general thoughts on fan campaigning as a process as well. How to actually do it, what maybe works, how how do you actually do something in real life when it comes to a campaign? And I guess by extension, to talk more about genre fandom in general. So that won't be happening every episode. The show's not completely changing. I just needed something to A, get me back into the flow, and B, something that would allow me to produce more regularly, but not have the pressure of a fully produced, heavily edited, rich soundscape kind of episode. Because when you do multiple of those in a row, it can actually get pretty tiring. And it might not sound to you guys like there's a lot of work. Hopefully it kind of just flows for you guys, but there is a lot of work in the more heavily produced episodes. So this is exciting for me. I have almost intentionally left a lot of my own opinions about how I think a fan campaign should work. I've left that out of the show, but there's going to be a little bit more of that in there. And I guess the goal is to create a bit more dialogue with you guys, the listeners. So at Joshua C. Liston on Twitter, or if you wanted to chat more at length and in, I guess, a little bit more of a private environment for the lack of a better term, you can check out the On The Bubble podcast channel inside the Gunna Geek Discord server. So that's gunnageek.com slash discord. Just accept the invitation there from discord and you're away and you'll be able to see the whole network, all the discord channels, including on the bubble podcast. So with all that said, let's get on to tackling today's question. Does sending in a physical item to a network or to a decision maker, even higher than maybe a network to the boss of their boss, so to speak, if the company happens to be owned another even bigger company, does sending that physical item as a group of fans, does that have any impact on saving a show? My thoughts are basically the following. I believe that a relevant physical object, whether that's drumsticks or salt or whatever, still sits at or near the top of a fan campaign pyramid. But I think the goal of why you're sending the item needs to have a focus that is outward, not inwardly ego driven. So what I mean by that is if the goal of sending in the physical item is just to look extra clever or super cool to other existing fans of the show, I don't believe that will do anything to help the show's chances at a renewal. I think it's a waste of time, basically. If your only reason for doing it is to be the first person to do it, Or to be to be the leader of a small group who does it, or just to look cool and clever to other people who are already watching the show. As much as it may bring you guys together, I don't think it will do anything to grow the total cume of the audience or the potential audience, which is the rock hard metric that can save a show that is struggling. That's what we need to achieve. Basically, we need to keep people watching but also grow the total watching audience. I think the same logic extends to if you're trying to send in an item just purely to get likes, retweets and hearts from prominent members of the cast and crew. I have seen that in the past. People tagging prominent cast and crew members about their campaigns. And it almost seems like it's not really about the campaign or about saving the show. It's almost like a, hey, look at me. We had a clever idea. Give me a like and a retweet and a heart, and I'll feel special. Hopefully, that doesn't sound too harsh. Obviously, this show is not really about being harsh, but it needs to be an outwardly focused, audience cube driven campaign in which that physical item can be the centerpiece. So, fans need to use that physical item, whatever that happens to be, or a selection of those physical items. To build buzz beyond the existing core fan base. So we're after audience cube, as they call it in the radio business in Australia. Hopefully, that term's not too alien. But basically, what that means is everyone who's already listening to the show continues to watch, hopefully, live or very soon after live. We expand to people who may have dropped off, we bring those people back in. So people that like the show that may have stopped or maybe the times got moved around and they lost track, helping those people become re-engaged again with the show and also growing the total listenership from the audience that isn't watching at all and hasn't done so. So the total cume of the audience is what we're chasing and then we need to be enough of a community to get people watching live or very soon after live. So I thought I'd share a couple of ideas for how... In my research, I've seen physical items used in a clever way as part of a campaign with an outward focus based on bringing in a bigger audience and making them feel welcome. So we'll look at those next. So the first of the two ideas that I have to present today are both based around reaching out to people in the world that because of their position in either the media or celebrity or whatever, they have the ability to potentially reach more of the general public and share your physical item campaign with that general public. So the first idea is basically, imagine you're writing an email and it could go something like this. Hi, local, regional, national media personality. Thanks for always supporting, let's say, the Dresden Files. Not sure if you know, but us fans are sending in drumsticks to sci-fi at the moment to show our love and support for the show. We're sure that you know exactly why we chose drumsticks. We've even seen members of the cast and crew and some celebrities we didn't even know loved the show all sharing the drumsticks campaign to their own networks. Online, offline, it's all great stuff, it's cool. So if you think there could be a story here, like a good story, and we sure think that there is. What can we do to help you make that happen? Contact XYZ at whatever. So that's reaching out to someone in the media because the clever fan campaigns that I've seen in the past have engaged with critics of the show and occasionally won them over. And for the, even if the critic isn't into the content of the show, They've got them enough on side that, that the critic becomes respectful of the audience of the show, even if they're not massive fans of the actual show, which is cool. And even more powerfully, I've seen really clever fan campaigners engage, prop up, and support media personalities that maybe aren't famous journalists or famous TV writers. They're that level below that. And elevate their profile because that person shared a love for the show. So that's a symbiotic relationship and a really well-written article or series of articles from a becoming more prominent journalist or media personality carries more weight with people at the network, etc. other members of the media than maybe a bunch of standalone fans might that don't have that kind of profile or reach or just general network. So it's cool. The second idea I have. Twitter's probably a modern example, which may or may not really have been all that prominent when the Dresden Files was on the bubble, but we'll use that again as an example. Hey, at famous person on Twitter, we've seen that you love the Dresden Files. So do we. It's amazing. (laughs) Any chance you could share our Send a Drumstick campaign with your followers? Even just a retweet would mean the world to us, and I'm sure it would to the cast and crew and everyone involved with making the Dresden Files. We don't want to see it go away. It's struggling for numbers, but I think you know as well as we do, the show is special and we'd love a bit of support. So anything you could do would be awesome. And we all know that drumsticks have a special place in the show. So if you happen to have some lying around, maybe you could send them in too. Okay, thanks. So I know those are the greatest examples in the world. They're kind of extemporaneous as I was coming up with. How would I approach the Dresden Files campaign now? And I wanted it to be something where I didn't put six weeks worth of thought into those examples because a fan campaign doesn't have the luxury of months and months of thought. It's got to be instant and something that's executable and not too complex that everyone at every level of fandom of the show can understand and get on board with. So although I'm not stoked with those ideas, I think they're solid And I think they're twofold. Firstly, the goal is to increase awareness and the potential cue both live and follow up among non-core fans of the show, because they're the people that grow the numbers. If the core audience of a show was already big enough for a show to get a renewal, then it wouldn't have been having ratings problems and been on the bubble or being cancelled for that particular reason. So I think the examples I've given previously in today's episode, they are focused on bringing in new fans through growing the total network of the show and the reach of the Drumstick campaign. And secondly, and I think more importantly, no one wants to support a show, and by extension it's fandom, that feels like a closed group with a bunch of snobby fans all facing inwardly, staring at each other and occasionally looking over their shoulder at you. No one wants that. I wouldn't support a show if their fans were aggressive or snobby or, hey, you're new to the fandom. What are you doing helping us trying to promote this? You don't know anything. That sort of behavior, which I know sounds silly. It's only TV, but it happens. It happens in film genres, particularly long-running franchises where the fandoms are locked down to apparently only a certain group gets to talk about critique truly love the show you can't deprive a casual fan or a new fan or potential new fan from feeling fully engaged with the community if you want a fan campaign to work so here's the takeaways I guess and once again this won't be happening every episode so hopefully this doesn't sound like a list episode because I've never really done one of those on this show and I never planned to. We need to help new fans into the fandom. We need to let people know that the show is struggling but it's not because of the content of the show and if they give it a chance, they might end up loving it as much as we do. We need to help those casual fans care even more deeply about the show and we need to help the media in any way that we can We need to find our champions in the media, people that already have an affinity for the show or the genre of television or the network, probably not sci-fi, but the network, and prop them up and see if they'll help in any way that they can. Because I guess in the end, a good story about sending in a physical item might just be the thing, the spark that gets those important conversations started. So I guess to sum everything up today, sending in a physical item as hard as it is to pull off, and the hard, it seems to be harder and harder all the time, the more people rely on online campaigns and petitions and hashtags, which are all important, but I don't think we can forget about those physical items because to me, they're just the beginning of a successful fan campaign, not the end. Okay, everybody, thank you for joining me on this renewal episode of On The Bubble Podcast. Once again, my name is Josh Liston to talk at length about anything we've discussed today or previous episodes of the show or just fandom and campaigns in general, com slash discord. Accept the invitation if you haven't already and go to the channel for On The Bubble Podcast. I can't wait to talk to you there. Okay, see you later.